Joining us now on Double K Country, City Manager for Nevada, Mark Mitchell. Thanks so much for uh, coming along with us. A lot to discuss today. Thank you for having me, Ben. Let's start, first of all, I know the number of meetings earlier uh, here this week. The Planning Commission uh, met and had a uh, discussion on the current collection system, kind of de- developing a solid waste plan. How was that received? What kind of a conversation was had on that? Yeah, thank you, Ben. Yeah, we had a uh, open public forum with our trash haulers and our planning commission and we had two local haulers they came and kind of presented their concerns and helped the planning commission you know make some uh, some decisions on what to do about uh, just solid waste plan in the city of Nevada and what that entails is they're looking at options to see what best fits the community whether we leave our trash service an open market which is the way it currently is and most cities have gone to like a contracted service where it's just one trash hauler hauls all the trash, which cuts down on uh, you know big trucks traveling up and down our streets. Now, again, those are just options they're looking at. Nothing's finalized. And we're just seeking input on what would be best for our community. Yeah, because, you, you know, you want to make sure that you protect the roads. But, of course, uh, you know, these are... These are businesses as well that are doing business in the area. Yeah, that's correct. And uh, again, it's not the intent is to put anybody out of business, uh, but what's the most efficient way and cost-saving ways for the community? And most communities around us, if not all, have gone to a single trash hauler. From the city of El Dorado, city of Lamar, uh, most of them have um, gone to that. Uh, but again, these are just things we're looking at. Uh, just doing more of an investigation on what options that we could present to the council. Again, we we ask that uh, the citizens be engaged in that. We'll have open forums. We'll have opportunity for them to do surveys. And uh, again, this is a long process, but we are just working towards finding a, a solution that's best for everyone. Yeah, I know in the past, um, you know, Months ago at uh, city council meetings, it had been discussed maybe having different, uh, you know, different zones of uh, the city. Is that been part of the conversation in, in initial talk still? Yeah, that is. Uh, again, looking at all options, mm-hmm. that was brought up in the in the open meeting about you know giving north side, south side. Uh, again, looking at all options okay, and uh, other th- other things uh, during meetings here in uh, Nevada. I. I know on the special session, I believe it was. Uh, what was the you know, what was the going goings on with the uh, Missouri DNR that had come up on the on the agenda on Tuesday? Yeah, that was an unfortunate event. So we had a, uh, a sewer spillage on our North Interceptor line. This is the main line that carries all the waste from the majority of the community north. Uh, it pulls from the square, so from the square all the way. Uh, from east, west side of town, all that sewage flows into a north pump station. And from there, it's pumped to the plant. And the line from the pump station to the plant um, ruptured and had some spillage of sewage. And any time it's over a certain amount, DNR needs to be involved. And so when DNR was contacted about the spillage, um, there were some things that we missed um, doing it according to the regulations. So we did get issued an abatement of consent, and basically it's a fine coming from Missouri DNR, and that fine was $8,000, and that $8,000 is going to be paid to the Vernon County School Fund. Um, So it's an unfortunate event, but this is a common occurrence in municipalities 
We put some plans in place to make sure that um, we are compliant with DNR. We've trained our staff, and we don't foresee us being penalized in the future anymore. Also, I know a couple of weeks ago I'd seen a presentation from uh, Morphew Care Center about their plans. Understand you saw more of a presentation. What are some of the plans right now? Where are things going, and uh, what is the timeline of those? Yeah, so so Morphew is plan uh, the long term care board and administration along with city council. Uh, Morphew presented a plan to become self sufficient. Right now, they rely on a lot of services from the Nevada Regional Medical Center, and they want to bring those in-house and more few to be more efficient and uh, offer a cost savings to the residents. So they're looking to have their own dietary department, which currently right now they get their meals from uh, the hospital. So they're working on a plan to get their own kitchen, so to speak, to be able to offer meals to their residents, and that will be a cost savings uh, going forward. And they're just kind of, again, become self-sufficient from their IT, their linen, their payroll, human ma- human resources, maintenance. All those were services that they contracted with the hospital. So they're trying to bring them in-house, become self-sufficient, and um, they're working on that plan. And those their estimated timeline is to have all those in place by June to July of this year. Okay. So that's moving ahead. Also moving ahead as we you know, think about June right now, we're under a month away from Bushwhacker Days. So what have we heard back uh, about Bushwhacker Days and the location of events this year? I know that had been a topic of uh, conversation the last uh, couple of weeks, what with the you know building there on the square. What's, uh, what's going to happen and what safety measures are in place? Yeah, so there was some concern uh, from the council about uh, the, the dilapidated building. Uh, on the north side of the square. So we met with the Bushwalker Committee along with our emergency personnel, our fire chief, our police chief, and our street uh, department head. And uh, we worked on a plan. Bushwalkers is going to be on the square. Uh, they are going to shuffle some things around. The carnival will uh, be relocated in, in some other areas so it's not behind that building. Uh, they're working on that now to finalize plans. Uh, the north side of the square will be blocked off. So there will be no booths. Um, on the north side of the square, um, there will be pedestrian traffic um, allowed. It'll be on the sidewalk area and the lane closest to the courthouse. Uh, the vehicle lane will be open uh, for vendors to set up to get to the other parts of the square. We're working on the parade route. So again, Bushwhacker Days will be on the square and that will be starting, I believe, June 8th, 9th and 10th. And we'll just want to keep our citizens and pedestrians safe. And that's really the update I have for you. Okay, so yeah, definitely uh, looking forward to uh, Bushwhacker Days. A uh, lot, a uh, lot to think about before that, but uh, you know, get to hear uh, some some plans are in place here. As uh, we again talk with Mark Mitchell here on a Double K Country, and uh, I know I'd seen a quick note from you about uh, Industrial Park Road. Uh, what's the uh, latest on that? It's reopened, but uh, again, more work to be done in June. Yeah, the culvert has been replaced. Uh, the road is back open to traffic. It's gravel now. We're going to need to let that settle a little bit, and then we'll have a, a closure in the future, probably the end of June, uh, to concrete and to get that road back open. So there will be some closure in the future uh, just to get that road back opened um, properly. All right. And uh, I believe early this month, uh, had the open house on the uh, Walton Aquatic Center. Uh, how was the feedback on on that? Yeah, we had a good turnout. I would estimate maybe in the 60 to 70 people of the community that were concerned, and 
and appreciated their input and their uh, coming out and supporting um, the future of aquatics in the city of Nevada. And so the survey will end on May 14th, and then once uh, it closes on the 14th, we will combine all the data. Water's Edge will put a presentation together, and we'll have that presentation at the community center uh, the first round, and then that also be a presentation to the city council. And during that presentation, they'll combine all the survey results to see what the community wants, and Water's Edge will put a dollar amount uh, to what the survey results are, whether it's a new pool, repair the existing pool, different types of aquatics from a splash pad, et cetera. Um, so we're looking forward to the survey results and working with the community to get that pool either back open or something uh, for the community to enjoy. All right. And anything else that's, uh, that's going on coming up here in Nevada that you want to make mention of? We've got all kinds of things going on, Ben. And um, so I just encourage everyone, as I always state, just be involved. There's a lot of things uh, that we're doing inside the city of Nevada, from economic development to uh, issues that we face every day that we really need the citizen input. So um, they can call my office at 417-448-5509. And uh, just to be involved, there's a lot of opportunities uh, to have your voice heard in the community. Again, that was City Manager Mark Mitchell joining us on your Wednesday afternoon City Beat program on Double K Country.